The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Dark Dahasha says, and if only 1% gets to be immortal so that they can keep their wealth forever and everybody will be enslaved, or will that never happen in your opinion? Dark Dahaka, there is something to know that is going to sound really crazy. And I know a lot of people that are going to watch here are going to be like, a teen, you're full of shit. But it is true. Can you give me my phone a sec? You guys see this? I have the same phone as the richest people on the planet. Probably have the same PC as well. The reason why I'm saying that is because even though the barrier between most wealthy and least wealthy is growing, right? The access to technology is very similar because mass production of technology is what makes companies the most cash. You don't make a product to cater to the billionaires. You make a product to cater to the world to make trillions. Because also when you go to third world countries, they all walk with smartphones, almost all of them. So the difference between technology and what we have and stuff, it's just a few years. In five years, people will run with iPhone 6 in Ethiopia because we will get rid of them and they will use them. If you talk about the richest and the poorest, the only difference is maybe five, ten years max. I don't think that the richest will become richer and richer and richer and take all the money and destroy the world. I think we will just slowly merge all of us with technology. It's already happening. I'm talking to a camera here. I actually read an article, was it yesterday or the day before that, where it was talking about that memory works differently now with people. That people remind them more where to find the information rather than the information itself. While back in the days, it used to be the other way around. But because of our ability to just find click and find the access information, our brain starts processing information differently. That's how the world works. It moves and it adapts and it changes. Liminoflux says, what about military tech? How long does that take before it comes to us? Never. No. A lot of the technology we have is because of military usefulness. Look at drones. We're going to start seeing commercial drones all over the place. Even military. Money talks more than anything. Even more than military. Money owns military. And if you can bring your product to billions of people, you're going to make a lot more cash than if you can just sell it to the government. All this crazy conspiracy and stuff. The world is simple. Money talks and mass consumption and having mass amount of, what do you call it, uh, demand is much better than the way it is. Polizei Wagen says, lol, a theme praising capitalism. I'm not praising capitalism. I'm talking reality. That is the thing. You can put a thousand scholars in a fucking room that talk about communism and talk about ideologies while on the street there is another law and that law is called reality. You can throw your things as much as you want in the air and think it's gonna fly but if it ain't have wings it ain't gonna fly yo. It falls back because of gravity. And money speaks. 
money lets the world go round and round. Do I okay that? I don't say it's good or bad. I'm just saying that's the reality. And the earlier you accept that, the earlier you start realizing that the best way of moving forward is by looking at reality for what it is, uh, embracing it, and working with it. That's why I'm not a hippie commie, because it's less effective. People are the way they are, and you can have as much of a moral agenda as you want. At the end of the day, it's reality that defines how the world works and how the world moves forward, and your morality and values will not help you in overcoming reality when it's in your face. And that's why when people go like, oh, I don't give a shit about kids in Africa or whatever, if it happens with your own kids, it's a totally different story. People are shaped by their experiences and their emotions and their impulsivity. And the more you see the world for what it is, the easier you can contribute to it without any remorse or guilt or whatever. Drugs money, for example. You think I give a shit about drugs money? If I can save a thousand kids with drugs money, someone comes with drugs money and says, like, here's drugs money, I'm not going to go like, oh... You can't give the drugs money because it's blood money. No, I will just say like, okay, help those kids. Moral compasses and moral values that disable you from doing good is just a limitation. The real higher moral ground is not following your morals and your values, but it's doing what is best, no matter your values and your morals. Polizai Wagen says, Lord, you're talking shit, Athene. You're destroying other people's lives with drug money for saving other people's lives. That's not the answer, Athene. If someone leaves a bag in front of my door, says, for save the children, drugs money, $10,000. I go downstairs, I see it. What are you going to do? Am I going to throw it away? Am I going to burn it? Whether it's drugs money or not, I just give it to the kids and it saves people. That's the reality. That's the practical consequence. A lot of people do not realize that reality overrides your morals and values. If one of those 20,000 kids was your child, you would not just take that drug money, you would sell the drugs yourself. But it's something very important for people to realize. Sometimes you wonder, how did this guy do what he did? How? Then they put it in the movie. And then suddenly it's badass. Like, for example, Breaking Bad. Everybody goes like, yeah, man, this guy's a badass. Like, people are simple. People are emotional, impulsive. You put it in a story, you make it look a little bit personal and identifiable, and suddenly it's all fine. Suddenly you understand and you can completely identify with the bad guy. Most of the time, when they show people movies where you also have someone that is a bad guy, people will have more connection with the bad guy, with the antagonist, than with the hero. Because people can identify more with mistakes. Because we have mistakes. Nazbuk says, a team, you raised 20 millions. Fine. No, 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 no. It's not just that I raised more than 20 million dollars. When you look on the internet, I'm the biggest philanthropist. That's important to know. Online. That's a big achievement. Because the internet is big. Would you work with rich people, you would do that every single day. But looks like you're not smart enough to find that out. Okay, Nasabug, maybe you do have a point. Maybe if I would work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I would be able to raise $20 million through the Bill and Gates pledge and convince rich billionaires to pledge and I only have to do it once and that's already a billion or five billion or ten billion. But my goal is not to raise money for charity. My goal is to inspire a younger generation to do what's right. And even more so, try and grow this group of activists. And right now we are here with 13 people. So it's been working. So I do think that I'm doing what is most efficient. Because we'll be able to even do more and more and more. Yeah, my goal is not to raise money for charity. 
My goal is to inspire people because that ripples and goes a much further way than just the money we raised. If it wasn't for what we have done, the gaming world would be a lot less charitable than it is today. I think we have had a major impact in that. Many gamers have told me that personally, said like, man, you really inspired me to become a fundraiser for charity. That is what really makes me happy because I see I cannot change the world all by myself. We do this together. And if I can inspire people to do so, it goes a much further way than if I'm just there by myself. That's why I'm doing the Avengers now. If I go to speak to press, I'm not even going to say I raised 20 million. I will say the Avengers raised 20 million dollars. Because it's not about me, it's about the impact. And I don't want to be the one carrying all this shit. I don't even want to be the face. What percent of the world can be inspired? It depends. What inspires to do good? Where do you draw the bar? If you put the bar really low, I've inspired millions of people. If you put it very high, I've maybe inspired a handful. So it depends how far you put the bar. Everything you do, your actions, inspire people directly and indirectly. So yeah, it all depends where you set the bar. Azri Draw Online says, in my opinion, Inspire Mechanic is too weak in real life, just like Hearthstone Kappa. The Inspire Mechanic in the world is one of the biggest ones, though. Because everything boils down to inspiration. You could also call it manipulation. Inspiration is a, is a different word than manipulation, but in a good way. But you can also manipulate people in a good way. It depends a lot in how you define inspiration. What's the definition you give it? But I think inspiring people is very, very powerful. ChatanDV says, You, Athene, how and where is the best way to find friend I can mind like people with right action mindset? Have some transhumanist movement here, but forms are shit. There is some transhumanist stuff. But the thing is, I'll be really honest. I don't even know if I should say this, but it's real talk. When I say find like-minded people, right? Whenever someone say like, yeah, teen, yeah, I can't work with you. What should I do? I say like, look, find people with your same mindset. But the thing is, when I say that, it's not what will bring you the most effective fruits, to put it that way. It's what will help you grow as a person. Because if you find like-minded people and you figure out, like, this is not working, it's actually a really good mirror. And what I mean with that is if you are inconsistent on a deep level and you have emotional fixations and you try to, for example, oh, transhumanism, that's my thing, transhumanism. And then you find another person with transhumanism. It's inconsistent. It's not contributing to the world. So if you go about your fixations and your emotional fixations, if you find like-minded people, me telling you that to do so, it's not so much to move forward as making a practical, effective difference in the world, but it's rather to hold a mirror in front of your face so you start reevaluating what you find important and what not. And as a result, you grow as a person because the final, the terminal is working in here together with me. That is the final step. You know, if you have some being growing and evolving, the final stage is working here with us. And if there is a stage after us, Damn, son, tell me, then I'll just do that instantly. But honestly, if you evolve and you become more and more right action and more and more effective, the final stage is working with me. Not for me, with me. And with other people like that. But hey, I don't say that to people that really say like, hey, I want to make a difference, I want to work. Because if you don't have the right mindset, you can't work here because you still have work to do on yourself. And the best doing that is through life experience. But if you evolve and you grow and you grow as a person... What do you do? Work with the biggest philanthropist on the internet? Damn straight. I would think so. Why would you go and work less effective if you can work with biggest philanthropists on the internet? 
with people like-minded in an environment that supports you and everything. Isn't that the best shit ever? I would think so. I'm the final boss. Indeed, I'm the final boss. But the final boss is not fighting against you. We work together, you know. Was that the truth bomb? That's a pretty big truth bomb. Because some people that are not ready want to make a difference. I actually tell them, find people like-minded. But honestly, I'm just, I'm just putting a mirror in front of them. So when they find people like-minded, they go like, damn son, this is not working. Get experience, grow. But honestly, if you really want to make the biggest impact, work with us. But then, not a lot of people have the right mindset. They do it for the wrong reasons. And then you have to grow. It's like, we don't have babies here. There's a five-year-old kid saying like, Papa, Mama, I want to save the world. They're not going to go like, oh, you know, that's really interesting. I got a guy, a theme, you can go work with them. Of course not. You'd be like, what, you crazy? It's a little kid of five years. Well, some people have that awareness. Not like the five-year-old kid, but you guys understand what I mean. You have to grow in order to be able to work in this environment. But this is the final boss. Casper P says, how do you define the right mindset? Actually, this is what I wanted to talk about yesterday, but then my internet crashed. These are the questions I ask to people that contact me. We'll give you a little idea of what is the right mindset. Okay, my talk points are, do you really know what you want? Because if you don't really know what you want, you got to figure that out first. That's a very important question. Most of you guys don't really know what they want. They go like, I want a hot girlfriend. Then they have a girlfriend. They go like, ah, I want another girlfriend. Then they get another girlfriend. They go like, I lost my previous girlfriend. I want her back. Most people don't know what they want in their life. It's like, I want a lot of money. They get a lot of money. I'm still unhappy. I want even more money. Still unhappy. I'm depressed. Oh, I'm going to take drugs. People don't know what they want. So figure out what you want. That's really important. It's a very important thing. How responsible are you as a person? Obviously. If you're irresponsible, you go like, you know what? I know there's a lot of bad things in the world. But you know, I don't give a shit about my actions and all that shit. You ain't going to work here either. Why do you want to work with us? Obviously. Want to know why you want to work with us? Maybe you go like, yeah, I really want to work with you because, you know, you're a thing. You're the best game in the world. I love games. And I go like, okay, thank you. Goodbye. Right action mindset and what actions? So if you have the right mindset, how does it translate in your life, in your daily life? If you go like, yeah, I'm really right action minded. What do you do in your life? Play video games. What else? Play video games. Uh, you say you're right action minded. Yeah, I got right action mindset. So what is the actions from that right action? Play video games. Thank you. Goodbye. Vegetarian. Are you a vegetarian or not? If not, why? I don't mind people not being vegetarian. Actually, different people here were not vegetarians. Validation-seeking mentality. Also something that is a very big issue. If you are validation-seeking because you didn't get enough love from your papi or mommy and you still want that love indirectly, you go like, oh, maybe a thing is my papi or my mommy. Ain't gonna work either. You're gonna want to do the right thing because you really believe in that. Financially independent volunteer. It's volunteer work. So let's say you come, you don't have any money, you can't go back. So you need some cash so you can fall back on that so you can go back if you don't like it. Are you emotionally attached to fixations? Let's say, I want to change the world. I do the right thing. I'm a volunteer and all that. But Jesus. I'm going like, what? Yeah, Jesus. Jesus loves us all. I'm going like, what? Why? Because the Bible. Why? Because, you know, I believe in the Bible. Jesus. Is there any strong arguments here? No, Jesus. I love Jesus. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Traumas. Do you have traumas? Let's say you go like, I want to change the world. Oh, that's really nice. Do you like to work with children? Children, children. You start getting triggered because you hear the word children because, you know, you had a very bad experience when you were a child or whatever. Can't use that either. Of course, you can have some bad experiences, but being traumatized ain't gonna work. Do you have egos issues? That's another thing. If you go like, fuck you, a thing. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I don't really understand. I have the best mindset, but fuck you, a thing. I don't listen to what you say. I go like, okay, thanks, goodbye. Relationship and such. 
another thing how do you deal with relationships do you have a relationship are you attached to the relationship if you're going to come over and you travel thousand kilometers how are you going to keep up with the relationship how are you going to deal with the relationship if you're here do you want kids if you want a kid how are you going to combine it if you go like i want kids i do that until you know i'm 30 years old and i'm going to go yolo okay thanks goodbye take initiative is also very important let's say you come over here and just sit on your lazy ass all day ain't gonna do shit nobody's your boss here people don't realize that nobody's a boss this is just a it's all volunteer if you're just playing games all day i'm not gonna come tell you and say like hey you gotta do this you gotta do that so you gotta take initiative if you don't take initiative ain't gonna work either what do you think about real talk i like to ask that because sometimes everything goes really well then i go like what do you think about real talk and then they go like you know what that one day when you were talking about god and said you don't know fuck that shit i've seen god That almost happened during a call with someone. That's why I'm bringing it up. Sometimes when I ask those simple questions, everything goes really good. And then suddenly an answer like that. How do you deal in social settings, social anxiety? It's also something I ask if you're completely autistic and don't even know how to, you know, can talk through Skype. And then when you're here, you start freezing. Not that I have anything against autists, but if you're in social settings, you start freezing. Can't do anything. Go like, uh, what's up? Uh, uh, I have a hard time in social settings. Uh, 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 I don't know what to do. And they're shaking all the time. Can't work either. What about friends? Do you have good friends? Are you going to miss them? How intelligent would you rate yourself in your environment is also something I like to know. There you go. That is the list. Memento, do you require the person to Skype with Cam? No, normally we didn't. But from now on, I will actually do that. Because body language says a lot. Big Elephant says, Atin, how do you judge the people that come over and work with you? Let's say someone has the right mindset, but he's very slow at doing things, but he does what he can. Would you condemn it? Are you crazy? But that itself shows that you probably don't have the right mindset because that means that you define your actions through the eyes of others and indirectly points towards validation-seeking behavior. And when you do the right thing, it has to come from you. So nobody can judge you. If you have the right mindset and you do what's best and you do what you can do, then nobody can tell you otherwise. There's nobody that can come tell me like, hey, what you're doing is shit. You should feel bad about yourself. Or I should judge that. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. If you do at any given time what you believe is best, then the only thing you can do is improve and grow as a person. It's because of the labeling system and the way society works with quotas and points and competition that people are completely wrongly conditioned. It's very important when people come over that they come over without a validation-seeking mindset. And a validation-seeking mindset is doing things for the eyes of others. If you have that mindset, you can't work here. Because there is nobody that's going to pat you in the back and say, good job. No one here does that. You do it because you believe it's right. If you need pats on the back or you need validation of people around you, you're going to have a very bad day. So you need a certain level of mental uh, maturity. I had a guy saying, who do I contact for working with you and how it works financially, live expenses, etc. Rigid, no. You can message reads.gamefulgood.net. The way it works is very simple. We take care of food and rent. That's it. Basically, if you live here, you don't have any costs. Uh, of course, if you want to travel, you got to pay for that self. So yeah, it's just voluntary work. But it's paid for uh, your cost of living. That's how it works financially. And you might say, like, where do you get the cash? From people like Stefano, from people like Ortlas, giving their cash. Agrosi says, can you explain why evolving as a race should be our goal? Okay, maybe we wouldn't be here if we didn't evolve, but I think this is not a solid argument. Can you go more in depth? 
The question is not whether evolving as a race is our goal. It's not even in question. And let me tell you why it's not even in question. Because it's happening. You are evolving all the time, whether you like it or not. Your everything inside, your DNA, your cells, everything is evolving from generation to generation. And because of technology, we could speed our evolution like crazy. Because we started understanding, the stardust started to understanding itself, become self-aware. So whether you like it or not, it is what you are. And when you say like, oh, why should it be our goal? It's not even about whether it's your goal or not. It's just what you are. It's like telling me, why should our goal be alive? Why should it? It's a very weird question to ask. It's like you are alive. That's what you are. Why should we be conscious? It's what you are. What am I supposed to say to that? It's just what you are. Whether you want it or not, that's what you are. And moving forward is what brought what you are right now and what brought everything around you, what brought the ability for you to even chat with me, to even ask that question. So, of course, obviously, growing and moving forward in a more effective way is, is what makes you what you are and makes you more, more optimal. Just like back in the days you had survival of the fittest, now you have a different way of moving forward. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash Athene Live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.